Hey guys, and welcome back to another podcast. This is going to be a bit of a weird podcast. It's going to be me in the car driving to Birmingham. The reason why I'm doing this podcast is because if you know me well, you will know that I absolutely detest driving. The reason why I don't like driving is simply because I am not productive when I drive a car. You can't really do much when you're driving a vehicle, funnily enough, apart from look at the road and make sure you're going in the right direction and listen to Mr. Satnav or Mrs. Satnav. So I'm going to not answer any questions in this podcast, but hopefully it will be equally as informative as my other ones, purely because I'm just going to ramble, okay? I'm going to talk about where I'm at. I'm going to talk about a little bit about LA. I'm going to talk... A little bit about my seminar coming up. Uh, I'm going to talk about the rest of the plans for December, uh, some of the things that are happening with my clients at the moment, and just just generally what I'm what I'm up to and what I'm doing. So hopefully you all enjoy me blabbing away. I'm sure some of you do already. And special shout out to to Carla, who uh, competed in WMBF Worlds. It came fourth in her category. Did very very well and we had some awesome chats when we were in LA together and she listens to the podcast so I know she'll be listening to this and I know that she's been missing them so if you like Carla are missing the podcast you'll probably be glad to hear that I'm back (laughs) I'll try and be back for for every week leading into the future so obviously it is today it is Thursday, it's almost Friday, it's about half ten at night, I am only about half an hour into the drive to Birmingham, so I'll be home about half past twelve, and I am wide awake, the reason why I'm wide awake is my body clock is a bit messed up from the LA trip, so um, LA time is like eight hours behind, so it's kind of messed me up a little bit, it's definitely made me feel a little more fatigued in my sessions, Uh, when I got back initially, on, I believe I got back on Tuesday morning, UK time, about 9am, and I just felt like really odd. So that day I just spent resting, aka listening to my body, you know, the drill, and just catching up on loads of work. I'm really busy at the moment because I've got a lot of new people starting up, and I have got a cap on my services, so luckily enough, um, well, luckily enough and unfortunately enough, it's a, it's a balance between the two. I've had, you know, a fair few people sort of end coaching over the last couple of months, um, mostly down to the fact that I coach a lot of junior athletes and they can't really afford the cost of coaching uh, into the off-season, which is a big, big shame because a lot of them would capitalise on their off-seasons a lot better if they stayed with me. Um, Whether they think that or not, I think they would. I really do believe that the off-season is one of the most productive times to have a coach. I really do believe that. So if you're sort of second-guessing as to whether you should have a coach in the off-season, I think you should. I really do think you should, because especially if you struggle with the phase itself, the accountability or the training programming, supplementation for the off-season, mini-cuts, there's so much that goes into an off-season that having a coach can make that process far more productive for you. So yeah, anyway, getting to the straight, straight to the point. Lost a few people. Um, so I basically started a little bit more promotion on, on my socials with regards to coaching and got a box load of inquiries. So um, I've actually got quite a lot of uh, men's physique athletes for next year. I've got a men's physique athlete that's actually uh, coming from California. Um, I've got a, a lady starting with me that's a fantastic athlete that will be in women's bodybuilding. 
which will be, if she does prep in 2019, she will be my first women's bodybuilding client, which I'm very excited to prep. Obviously, women's bodybuilding is uh, very, very similar in terms of what we're looking to achieve in comparison to men's bodybuilding. It's just working with a female obviously requires a few different approaches, which I'm very excited to apply with, with that lady because she is fantastic and has a world of potential. Um, not sure if she'll listen to this podcast at all, but uh, she, she, she really will do fantastically, as will... Um, a few of my other guys that have signed up, I've got Nick, a guy called Nick Chapman who has done very well as a physique athlete already. He's going to be one to watch next year in the UK DFBA in physique. Um, I'm starting up with Lewis Rossi very, very soon. He will be a, a middleweight in the UK DFBA and he will be very, very, very difficult to beat in that category. Um, Toby, if he preps next year, he's going to be fantastic. He's going to be either a heavy or a middle as well. And he will be, again, very, very, very much up the top end. And I obviously have huge expectations for, you know, all of my clients. Uh, you know, another one to, to mention that started recently was Jack Richardson, of course. He's going to be a junior and he, he's going to be definitely up the top end. So, guys, I'm not going to hold back on what I, what I want to say here. I'm going to take at least two people to WMBF Worlds next year. Pulling it on the line, pulling it out on the podcast, I'm going to make it happen. Whatever it takes to get two people on the plane to LA, aka two British champions, at minimum, I will have them there. And I don't care what I have to do to get those people there, I'm getting them there. Because the people that I know have the caliber and the, the, the opportunity to be able to do that, are the people that will dig deep and work hard and I have plenty of people that want to work hard and you know I might not have even mentioned some of them I might not even have some yet on my roster that are going to make it but I know that with the traction that I'm getting at the moment the quality of athletes that are coming in I know 2019 is just going to be a fantastic year and I'm more than ready to this is a quality that I think more coaches should understand is that whilst when you prep you will attract more clients. Are you really giving them the most optimal service when you're prepping yourself? Ask yourself that question and consider that because I know for, for an instance now, like whilst I am productive in a prep, I am definitely more mentally focused, more on the ball, more willing to put in hours when I'm off season. The reason being is I don't mind. Last night, I finished my last bit of work at 1 a.m. That's partly because my sleep cycle is completely ruined. It's partly because I know that I can go to bed at any time and sleep well. I know that my routine in, it usually is absolutely perfect. And I know that you know, I, I can get a good quality eight hours of sleep when I do go to sleep. You know, So the difference in prep is that I have to go to bed at a specific time. I have to do, you know, 10,000, well, not 10,000, I did more. I had to do like 25,000 steps a day. You know, that's taking a lot of my time, you know, as much as I can be on my phone, I'm not at my laptop, I'm not doing programming when I'm walking, you know, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm wasting time there, essentially. I'm being quite selfish and I've grown my business more than ever through being in a position where I can be productive being in a position where I can, you know, I can be awake slightly longer without sacrificing sleep and just absolutely pouring everything into what I do. I absolutely love what I do for a living. I absolutely love it. I cannot get enough, okay? 
and all you have to do is watch the WMF world's footage to know how much I love bodybuilding. I absolutely love bodybuilding. Um, you know, because I, I, even Ben, you know, Ben's not a client, but Ben is probably someone that I would consider one of my best friends. Um, I gen- genuinely, uh, I haven't spent a lot of time around Ben, but being around him for the last, you know, four days when we were in LA, um, has just absolutely like lit a fire up my ass, basically, because he's one of those people that, you know, you're around for a little bit of time and you just, I'm like, fuck man, like you're a cool dude. Like you're someone I just look up to massively. Um, I can relate a lot with Ben. Um, and, uh, I just met, uh, no Homer. I love the dude. I love him so much. I think he's, I think he's a fantastic role model for the sport and I can't wait to spend more time with him, get some, get some training in with him. And we're going to record a podcast next week together. He's going to produce some content for the members site. Um, so it's just the start of what will be a, a great relationship, I'm sure. And I have more confidence than ever to sort of put my faith in him when it comes to 2020 and, and me returning to stage. Like, I want to have his opinion on a lot of things, especially with regards to where I'm at physique-wise and whether I'm going to be ready on time. Uh, whether I'm in a good position, conditioning-wise, like my, how my posing is looking, I'm going to put a lot of um, I'm going to put, put a lot of time into, into making sure that I see him quite frequently, and obviously um, that will be uh, all being okay with him. But I'm sure that he'll be more than willing to be part of that process. Um, so yeah, that's a a bit a bit of a a bit of a talk about Ben, but it's more than deserved. Of course, he is now the. WMBF pro lightweight world champion and more than held his own in the overall as much as he maybe doesn't think he did he did he really did and you only have to watch the footage to realize how how much he stood up to you know the likes of Babacar and that overall which is just crazy to be honest um so besides that sorry if I pause randomly at any point it's partly because I've got a sat nav man sometimes shouting at me in the ears because I've got my headphones on but apart from that what else is going on with myself so uh, other than uh, obviously Ben the world was really really good we arrived sort of like uh, I think it was day before the show no it wasn't actually the show was so we arrived Thursday like late night we you know everyone did some shopping etc got some bits and then on the Friday they had the athlete check-in so everyone weighed in some people did their polygraphs and then on this Saturday it was the show day so Friday check-in polygraphs uh, Saturday show day and the Saturday was one of the longest show days I've ever been to and I thought you know you think a UK final is long go to WMBF World started at 8am we didn't finish until like past past 1am um, so it was an incredibly long day, but an incredibly fun one. Uh, lots of athletes did very, very well. Um, pretty much the majority of our UK team placed, and a large percentage of the UK team won their classes, if not multiple classes. Uh, I believe Ollie Perry won, won two classes. Uh, Henry Manning came first in the juniors, who so took my title, um, which I'm more than happy for him to, to hold. 
and then he came second in the light heavyweights. That's fantastic. He did so well. And then Henry Elsom, uh, he won his Masters category, I believe, and then was very, very good in the overall. And uh, who else do we have? Ips, um, Frederick Ibsen, who might listen to the podcast, I'm not sure, but he's from Denmark. He's not a British guy, but he's, he's a fantastic athlete. And I knew that he had the potential. Like, I think he came third at the UK finals. This just proves, guys, this is a great point, actually. It just proves it doesn't really matter, like, where you place at the uh, at a specific show if you've got another one sh- if you've got another show to get ready for doesn't really matter where you place at the first one as long as you can get better for the next so what it, what happened with Ibsen is he did the UK finals came third he got beaten by um, our guy and uh, Andre he got beaten by Andre and then Andre was pretty much the same, if not maybe even a little bit better, maybe a little bit flat um, at the WNBF Worlds, and uh, Ibsen beat him because Ibsen just has a more balanced and structured, like more proportional and, and has better structure than Andre. Um, Andre's condition was fantastic, that's why he beat him in the UK, but uh, Ibsen brought it in tighter and tight enough to, to take the title and then his pro card. So more than deserved, and he'll be actually a really, really, really good pro. <laughs> it will be very good, especially when he gets inside out. Like I reckon, if he won, if excuse me, if he wanted to take it off, he could take off another four or five pounds, and that would be him probably very, very, very dug out. But he did enough to seal the deal on the day, um, and he's just got such amazing potential, which I'm very excited to see him progress. So. Outside of that, the rest of the team, um, we had a guy in physique, of course, Bobby, and we had uh, Beth in bikini. Um, They both looked fantastic, but this just goes to show that sometimes just the judging just doesn't go your way. Uh, I thought Beth looked especially, like, incredible, but the judging just didn't go her way on the day. Um, in fact, it went towards Lexi, who was another one of our UK champions in the tall class. So Beth won the short class and Lexi won the tall class of the UK. And then actually Beth won the overall in the UK. Uh, Lexi actually won her class and she got her WMBF Pro card. So uh, Lexi obviously was the look that the judges were going for. And I would say that it's... it's, it's I think the thing that Lexi has on Beth is just a bit more muscle in most areas. Um, whilst Beth is muscular for her height and can vary condition for her height, she's not quite got the fullness to the glutes that Lexi has and the sort of the tissue that Lexi has in her back um, is just like a little bit more than Beth. That's just my opinion. That's nothing against Beth as an athlete. She's very, very good. But I think just Lexi has that more sort of a higher degree of muscularity, which is obviously what they're going for in bikini. So it's actually opened my eyes up a little bit. Seeing how muscular, seeing Lexi's muscularity made me realise that there's a few of my clients that I thought would be figure that actually might fit into the bikini category. Um, And that might favour some of my clients because I know that one of my clients, Grace, who I thought would definitely be figure, she could still do figure, but I don't think she's going to be too muscular for what they're currently looking for in bikini once she's lean. 
So this is why going to the shows is so important. Like, you see so many of these online coaches out there, and I'm not bashing anyone, but they go to no shows. Like, it's all well and good seeing pictures on Instagram, but you you don't know the criteria until you go to shows and you analyze what they're looking for. So if you're, if you're a coach and you're coaching athletes across different categories, you know, like next year I'll have men's physique, I'll have figure, I'll have women's bodybuilding, I'll have men's bodybuilding, I'll have juniors bodybuilding, I'll have novice bodybuilding, um, you know, I, I will have, I'll have athletic, um, I'll have people across all levels. I think the only one that I might not have is someone in women's physique. And I'm pretty sure that, obviously UK and FBA don't do it, um, uh, BNBF, I believe, still do. Uh, BNBF, I believe, have physique, athletic, and figure. So I, be- I believe that's the way they split things. So um, that's that. You know, an understanding of the classes, what they're looking looking for in each specific category is is very very important. Um, I think the only thing that's sort of like you know trying to draw a line between where someone is at uh, because in the WNBF we have fit body and figure and then obviously women's bodybuilding now in the UK we only have figure and women's bodybuilding as and obviously bikini is our female categories so when you go to WNBF worlds you could be put in the fit body category if you've done well in figure in the UK there's a difference like from from what I saw like it <sighs> It was just, it was quite hard to tell the difference between the two, um, if I'm honest. It was not a huge distinguished difference between the two categories. Um, so it's just, it's just hard to determine as to where someone fits. Um, because uh, Lorraine did fantastic in both, in both fit body and figure. And, uh, you know, it just makes you think, like, you know, where, where do people actually fit? And she was just diced. She was incredibly lean. So... It's just yeah, you've got to you've got to understand the categories for sure. Um, so yeah, and then obviously after the show we we had some fantastic time in LA. We we went to Gold's Gym the day after the show. Me and Ben Howard had sort of a leg session. Ben took it a little bit easier because he had quite bad edema in his legs from a few calories at the breakfast in the morning and a few calories at In and Out Burger. Uh, about 2am after the show so yeah we took it a little bit easy um, or or Ben did at least but had a good session that day and then we went to Firehouse Uh, Firehouse is just sort of like a very clean restaurant um, classic restaurant very sort of um, old school in terms of the fact that uh, Arnold ate there etc so uh, we went to there it's very close to Gold's went there after um, after our session with all the team and then we all sort of made our way down the boardwalk and sort of chilled out down there went to Muscle Beach saw Muscle Beach for a bit and then we all went to Cheesecake Factory in the afternoon evening uh, we didn't go there for food but apparently the food's quite good but we just got cheesecake um, and the cheesecake was actually shit hot to be honest very calorie dense but you know shit hot so it was worth it um, and yeah so and then obviously we came back sort of um, Monday LA time like half like two so we trained in the morning at like an LA fitness which is actually quite a good session we just trained upper body uh, me and Ben again trained together did sort of like a you know a, a decent session actually it was quite fun playing around on some different kit um, 
and the, the gym, the, like the LA Fitnesses there are just like, the chain gyms are just like huge and very well kitted out. You know, it's, it's full of those people that you see on the like the gym memes thing, like awful form and people shouting at each other and there was some like women going crazy at this old man because apparently he was looking at her wrong or something like that. So it's a bit of a funny environment. Like I wouldn't want to train there on a consistent basis, but the kit, you can't argue the kit. Like the kit is very good. So comparative to like UK commercial gyms, it's, uh, I think it's a step up. Um, and the, the, the space is ridiculous. Like the amount of room they have in between the machines is just ridiculous. It's just humongous gyms. Like if your friend was the other side of the gym, you could barely see him. So that was fun, um, and then yeah, it was it was quite nost- it was quite weird actually because I stayed in the, we stayed in the same hotel, the exact same hotel as the one that I stayed in when I went out to LA on my own. So I stayed there literally in February, and then I was back, <laughs> you know, I was back in uh, in November to stay again. So and there was the same lady at the desk um, that I checked in with when I when I was there in February. So it was. Uh, yeah, it was quite um, it was quite a cool feeling to be honest, and I'm getting a little bit of uh, I must admit I'm getting a bit of blues after it. I miss it, I really do. I always get that after holidays. It's why they're addictive. You get back and you just want to go again. So um, that brings me on to my December plans, which are quite exciting because I'll be going to um, I'll be going away again with Danny. We go away to New York on the seventh of December, so I'm super excited for that and yeah can't cannot wait so yeah we fly on the 7th and i think we're staying for about four nights um and uh yeah so i can't can't wait to go on on that trip again like go back to new york and obviously it's it's danny's first ever time in the states so for her it's just going to be like an absolute whirlwind of an experience and i'm so happy to be spending it with her um i couldn't think of anyone better to to go out with so, um, yeah, I'm really excited for that, and obviously I'll document that on my Instagram, and you can see the trip, and I'll highlight the stories like I did on the, the WNBF Worlds trip, so that'll be really exciting. And, uh, yeah, so my training at the moment is still my same split, so I'm starting the week off with a pull session, um, then I go into uh, a push session, and then, and then legs, and then take a, a day off. So it's pull, push, uh, legs, and then a day off. And then I go back into legs, into an upper body session, and then a day off again. So I'm, I'm really liking the split at the moment, to be honest. Um, I've got no, no sort of issues or niggles or anything going wrong at the moment. So everything's pretty much picture perfect. Um, I've had my hips and my lower back are I must admit a little tight from just all the flying and the driving etc so I know that once I get back into you know a consistent routine I won't have any of these issues and they'll sort of become become a little bit dull so to speak so I'm kind of looking forward to getting back into routine but equally I'm I'm loving being a little bit more relaxed with travel in my off season and understanding that it's not going to make or break my physique just really won't I know that it won't so there's no need to worry about it um so yeah that's where I'm at with things to be honest you know calories calories are sort of you know hovering around 3,500 ish which is comfortable you know it's not an issue for me to get that in it's enough for me to be slowly progressing on the scale 
uh, it's not too much, not too little, um, and just enjoying enjoying the off season. My training day macros are you know very low fat, very high carb, um, moderate protein, and then my off day macros are a bit a bit a little a little bit lower carbs and a little bit higher fat. I've obviously experimented over the course of this off season with you know varying the off days quite significantly, but I do tend to prefer just. You know, especially when I'm training hard five days a week, I kind of need to have those off days fairly decently high carbs so I can still replenish stores and be very... I find that I'm like, after a rest day um, and a good day of eating and a good day of getting carbs in me, I find that the fact that I'm a bit watery and a bit more sort of puffy, I'm, I'm a lot stronger. <laughs> that extra bit of sort of wateriness is just really helpful. So... Yeah, that's the sort of current approach that I'm taking. Um, body composition I'm happy with. Um, I am still measuring my blood glucose now and again just to check on basic levels of insulin sensitivity, but you can kind of understand insulin sensitivity once you know how you feel when you're at a low blood sugar. And also, you can start to feel like when my reading started to get shitty was when I started to feel shitty. So I started to feel quite like really like really like not not great after meals, like not sleepy, but just generally sluggish. So it's okay to feel like a little sleepy after a high carb meal because that will actually indicate that you are fairly sensitive to carbohydrate. But when you're like feeling just groggy and fucked after eating a high carb meal, then you're either eating too many carbs at one go and you're not, you're not slowing the blunt in the insulin spike with uh, some fats, or you're just fat, basically, and, or you're too heavy, and you're just carrying too much body fat. Um, obviously, that is not a defined approach to tell whether you're fat or not, so if you've not had a night, good night's sleep and you feel sluggish after a meal, that doesn't mean you're fat, for God's sake. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, guys... Uh, I've been rambling for almost 26 minutes now. Um, obviously, I've got really not, I've got no real questions to to answer. I probably probably got about 10 DMs waiting for me asking me how I'd cook my uh, salmon rice and courgette that I posted on my story earlier. So um, pretty simple meal that you sort of just cook the courgette, you cook the cod, and uh, yeah, you cook the rice, put it all on a plate. Fantastic meal. So yeah. Um, other than that, my seminar, that's the other thing I was going to mention. So my seminar, my first ever seminar, seminar is this weekend. It is on Sunday. I must admit I am a little nervous about it because it's my first time speaking in front of quite a big audience. I've got 40 people coming. So, or I believe the finishing number was 40. So I am first off extremely grateful for everyone that showed support. And I cannot wait to see you guys if any of you listen to this. Secondly, I can't really believe it, if I'm honest. Like, I started coaching in 2015, and, you know, to come this far in that short time window, you know, it is a short time window. It's like, you know, basically roughly four years that I've been coaching. To come from a nobody, basically a nobody, to running my own business, running my own member site, and now running my own seminars where I'm selling them out, is, like, I'll give myself a pat on the back for that. Like, 
you know, I, I don't often sort of shout praise for myself. If anything, like, even, like, ask Danny. Like, all you have to do is ask Danny about how self-critical I am, and you'll understand. But I, I will give myself some praise in this instance and realise that um, hard work always pays off, guys. Like, whatever you do, whatever you do, and I told this to one of my clients today, whatever you do, just know that hard work will always be rewarded. It will always be rewarded. It never goes... It never goes missing. Like, you can't replace hard work. It just is something that either you do or you don't. And when you do it, and when most importantly, when you do it over a consistent time period, you have to... You, you have to get something out of it. Like, even if it's very insignificant and small, it will be something... It will be a bettering of yourself, which is the main goal when it comes to putting in hard work. So, I'm just lucky. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm partly lucky. Um, think a lot of the things happened at you know right time, right place kind of thing. And you know, me like obviously my mum and dad passed down good hardworking genetics and things like that. But at the same time, you know, it, it takes an element of self self-discipline and self and, and you know and self-motivation for you to be able to apply yourself to a goal and I'm lucky that I've found a goal that I'm very much passionate about and that I'm willing to put the time and work into you know it's why I'm doing this you know I, I doubt there's many other people that have you know a job where they're willing to you know just do 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 content basically all day or work on it all day you know essentially my my life really does outside of spending time with my girlfriend and spending time with my family my life is very 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 much focused around training nutrition um bodybuilding and bettering bettering a physique and it's a good job i absolutely love it like i said already so yeah just um proof is in the pudding guys if you want to get somewhere if you want to if you want to do something with your life and your your goals and and be somewhere in the future then just apply yourself and you will get rewarded so i'm going to leave the podcast there on that sort of very much the motivational style quote hopefully that's uh maybe picked some of you off off your asses and, and got you working i hope so and i will speak to you next week i'm sure uh, actually i'll be joined by ben next week so we'll be recording on Thursday. It's in the diary for Thursday. So if uh, everything is all well by that point, we'll be recording on Thursday. So we'll get a podcast out for you guys. Um, but other than that, hope you're all well. Hope you stay well. I hope you have a good week of training. And anyone that's coming to the seminar on Sunday, I will see you there. All right, guys, chat soon. And thanks very much for listening. See you in a bit. Bye.